Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, everyone, and thanks for being here and listening. I have been thinking for a while about doing an episode strictly on binge eating behaviors and just sharing some of the basic strategies that can help reduce binge eating behaviors that I often use with my clients. If you have a binge eating habit or even if you uh, just struggle with overeating, you know, not being able to stop it enough, Take a listen here to learn a few strategies you can start to implement today to begin to reduce the binge eating, overeating behaviors. Remember that sometimes binge eating behavior uh, is of a clinical severity and that is when you know it can be defined as binge eating disorder as stated in the DSM-5. That's the manual we use in... Um, Mental health therapy and counseling licensed practitioners use the DSM-5 to diagnose all mental emotional disorders and binge eating disorder is in there. Um, And, you know, if I'm going to read through the criteria and, and if you feel it's you, like if you're meeting this criteria, it's always really wise to seek out a professional, um, a licensed professional professional who can help you with this because it is such a, um, it, it can be a really difficult behavior to overcome on your own if you're sort of on the extreme end of the continuum. So if for those of so let's go through how binge eating disorder is diagnosed first and then I'll get into some strategies. So here are the criteria that need to be met for clinical diagnosis, right? And remember, we always talk about that continuum. So on the edge of things, there's that um, clinical diagnosis. That would be you have to meet things within the DSM-5, certain things I'm going to go through. But remember that like binge eating disorder, like any sort of disorder is on a continuum, right? So you may not meet all these things, but you're still dealing with some binge eating. So Okay, so according to the DSM-5, diagnostic criteria for binge eating disorder includes... Hi, everyone. Guess what? I have a lovely discount code just for you, my listeners. The code is 10OFF. That's 10OFF. And it will get you 10% off any one of my online courses, which now include Mastering Mindful Eating, Overcome Binge Eating, Overeating, and Emotional Eating for Good. And I also have a course on... When You Want to Stop the Weight Loss Medication, A Comprehensive Guide to Weight Maintenance and Mastery. So if you've maybe lost some weight using a medication and you're now wanting to go off the medication but keep the weight off, this is the course for you. And any course you buy, you keep the course for a minimum of three years, maybe longer. It just depends on how many are purchased. Um, All courses are self-paced 
And I promise you they are practical, meaning they don't just tell you what you need to do. You actually engage in the skills and strategies needed to make actual lasting behavior change. You learn how to do the what. Okay, all courses have multiple modules with multiple lessons. All include lots of examples, tips and tricks to make things simple and clear. And uh, you also get lots of downloadable resources, including the daily planning template that I use with my own clients, the exact protocol to use after a binge or an overeat has occurred to minimize its damage on your body and your mind. There are protein cheat sheets, uh, research-based journaling prompts, and the literal how-to checklists on the skill you are learning about. And with the weight maintenance course, you also have a movement module that will help you figure out how to make a movement plan that fits your particular lifestyle and level of fitness. And you also have a natural appetite regulation module. So whether if you have um, never tried an online course to change behavior, or if you have Um, I just highly would recommend that you try one of these. I've put my heart and soul into both of them. They are all research-based and now you can get 10% off. So again, that code is 10OFF. If you're ready to make changes that last, you can go to my website, heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And from the main menu, click courses and it will get you to where you wanna go. Or you can click on the links in the episode description below the show. And again, as soon as you're there, when you're ready for checkout, just enter the code 10OFF, 10 off. And just a reminder, I also have an ebook cookbook that is now available. It's called Protein Forward Easy Recipes. It includes all high protein recipes, including breakfast and sweet treats full of protein and lunches and dinner. Okay. So again, head to my website. It's probably the easiest thing to do. HeatherHeinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And from there, um, go to courses or the cookbook. And again, use code 10 off at checkout. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Recurrent episodes of binge eating. So an episode of binge eating is characterized by the following. Eating in a discrete period of time. So for example, within any two-hour period, an amount of food that is definitely larger than most people would eat in a similar period of time under similar circumstances. There's also a sense a lack of control over eating during the episode. So for example, a feeling that one cannot stop eating or control what or how much one is eating. Uh, the binge eating episodes are associated with three or more of the following. Eating much more rapidly than normal. Eating until feeling uncomfortably full. Eating large amounts of food when not feeling physically hungry. 
eating alone because of feeling embarrassed by how much one is eating, feeling disgusted with oneself, depressed, or very guilty afterwards. Market distress regarding binge eating is present, so feeling very upset that you're dealing with this behavior. The binge eating occurs on average at least once a week for three months. The binge eating is not associated with the recurrent use of inappropriate compensatory behavior. So for example, purging, right? Because that would be where we get into bulimia. And the binge eating does not occur exclusively during the course of anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, or avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. And it's extremely important to note that weight or appearance is not part of the diagnostic criteria for binge eating disorder. Okay, so some technical jargon in there, but basically you kind of get the idea, right? Um, There are criteria, criteria for meeting binge eating disorder uh, within the DSM-5. But again, like I talked about, we, you know, any sort of disorder, there can be this continuum of it where you maybe meet all the criteria, but maybe you don't meet all the criteria, but you're still dealing with some binge eating behavior habit. Okay. And if you don't, um, well, I guess I find that lots of binge eating behaviors, um, really do fall on a continuum, you know, so I do see it where it can be severe, severe enough to give a, to meet that diagnose, diagnostic criteria. But, um, I more often see that it's sort of more on that continuum where, so for example, maybe the binge eating behavior happens only you know, once a month, so not once a week, or maybe it happens three times a month and not once a week, right? So my point is that not not all of us meet this exact criteria, but that doesn't mean we don't have um, binge eating behaviors or overeating behaviors that we really want to change. Binge eating behavior is so difficult to help people with because it's so shameful. So for anyone who has dealt with this, you know how shaming it feels after the binge eating. You you look back at all the things you ate. You feel not only physically terrible, but you know emotionally and mentally completely awful. You feel ashamed of what you did again, right? And because of this shame, it is not often talked about openly or freely. And often people dealing with this will not seek help because they are so ashamed of the behavior. So part of me talking about this topic is really a desire to help anyone dealing with this to understand you are not alone. So many people deal with this behavior. And those of us who have really know and understand how painful it can be, this desire to truly stop, and yet this complete inability to stop. It's very shameful and um, really difficult. The one thing I do know about binge eating behavior is most of the time it does not stop on its own. It, It becomes such an ingrained habit to bring a feeling of safety for our minds, our emotions. You know, there really is a reason that the binging occurs um, you know, it often brings that feeling of safety and security, uh, our minds, our emotions, that body, that brain without really putting in, um, so we don't have to put in the energy and time to work, to change the behavior. Uh, so we really do need to put in energy, time 
to change the behavior. And, and those are some of the things that I'm, I'm going to talk about. But first, it's really important, I believe, um, it's my opinion, that if you're dealing with this really ingrained habit, um, that deeper work is really imperative. And what I mean by that is that because it is a behavior steeped in shame, it, it really needs to be brought into the light. Vulnerability is required uh, to actually create the healing. And I, I find this is most this is the most difficult part for clients. It definitely was for me to open up to another soul, another human, and tell them what is going on. But this really is necessary for the healing. Becoming vulnerable when we are in shame, whether we're in shame because of binge eating behaviors or because of something else, it is imperative to heal the shame. And healing the shame is the deeper work of healing the binge eating behavior. So if you're struggling with binge eating behavior, I really would encourage you to look for a professional to work with to help you move through all of this process much quicker. Okay, so now I've talked about the importance of that deeper work to really heal the binge eating behavior long-term permanently. Let's talk about a couple of really practical strategies that I use for many of my clients to get through a binge eating urge or at least to slow down the binge a bit while it's happening so that less food is consumed than in a typical binge eating episode. So the first is to practice urge surfing. And I've talked about this skill in other episodes. So many of you probably know this one by now, but this is really where you can notice um, when you notice the urge to binge eat or you're in the middle of a binge eating or overeating episode and you realize what you're doing, you know, because many of you will understand this. Many of us get into sort of what I call this fog eating where you're really not even aware of what you're doing. You're just sort of in this fog and you're eating all the things. But you know, you might sometimes you're in this fog, those of you who know what I'm talking about, and you kind of wake up all of a sudden, right? Um, you all of a sudden realize what you're doing. So you become aware of the urge to overeat or binge. And when you notice you're having that urge to overeat or binge and or you're in the middle of it and kind of wake up and realize what's going on, you set a timer for maybe five or 10 minutes and you agree with yourself to sit with that urge to binge eat or to overeat for those five or 10 minutes without eating. So during this time, you would practice a body scan. I've talked about this in previous episodes. It's a way to sort of process a feeling through your body. Um, I do know particularly episode two because that's how important it is. I remember I recorded it like as the very next episode about processing a feeling through the body. You can go back and listen to that. But you know, you want to sit in these five or 10 minutes and practice a body scan with the intention to process that urgy feeling, you know, that feeling that is just urging you on to eat more and more and more. You tell yourself you can continue with the binge eating or overeating after the timer goes off. This practice is huge for the brain. What it does is really helps you and your brain to understand that that incredibly strong urge feeling that is urging you to just eat the food and keep eating and do it quick and all the things, um, this practice really helps your brain understand that urge feeling. It, it's not actually fear, right? It's just this urge and it can be felt and it can be handled, and it can be moved through without overconsumption of food. 
Now, you may continue to binge eat or overeat after the timer goes off, and that is normal as you start with this practice, but what even my clients start to notice when they're practicing this is they often won't continue the binge as they practice the strategy more and more or overeat, or they may continue to binge eat or overeat, but it will happen much slower than usual. And because of that, less food than usual is consumed. And over time, this really has a big impact on the brain and body. This strategy is really a way, um, I guess I would call it to help the brain unwind from the habit. Because at some point, that is all the binge eating or overeating is. It's a habit. It just becomes a habit. Even if it's due to deeper stuff and you're doing the deeper work, at some point, it really just becomes a habit of the brain. A thought happens that creates uncomfortable feelings, that urgy feeling I talk about, and the behavior of binge eating or overeating starts up. So this is a strategy you can use, the urge surfing, to begin to unwind the habit. The next strategy is a little different and I haven't talked about it before. And this is where you narrate out loud what you are doing as a binge eating episode is happening. So you would actually talk out loud things like, I am opening the pantry door. I am reaching for the bag of chips. I am standing at the counter eating a chip. It is crunchy. It tastes salty. I'm eating another handful of chips. I'm reaching into the bag for more chips. I am opening the freezer. I am reaching for the ice cream. I am picking up a spoon and scooping out the ice cream. You get the idea. You narrate out loud like an observer of your behavior would. So if there was someone standing next to you, just narrating as an observer what you're doing. So there's no judgment in it. You're not scolding yourself or judging yourself. You know, you're never saying things like you shouldn't be doing this. Look at what you're doing. You know, you really just narrate as an observer would out loud. And the reason this strategy is so helpful in breaking binge eating habits is it again slows down the process. When you speak out loud, it slows down our thoughts It creates space between our thoughts and a feeling. So it slows down and tamps down that incredibly strong, urgy feeling to overeat or to binge eat. So again, what happens with the strategy, it slows down the binge eating or overeating behavior. So less food is consumed and often clients will report they just ended up stopping and doing something else to ease that urgy feeling instead of the overeating Okay, so I gave you two very practical strategies you can practice to begin to help to interrupt that habit pattern of thought, feeling, behavior that leads to the binge eating episodes or to overeating. And I also talked about the importance of doing the deeper work along with these strategies and behavior skills that you're learning. That deeper work is so important to heal the behavior for good, for life. And This again gets into that shame that exists behind the behavior and how to break free from that shame for good and get into living the life of freedom with food, your body, your life. I hope you found something useful or valuable from this episode. If you know anyone who you think might benefit, please pass the podcast along. That really does help this podcast grow kind of from that grassroots level, which is what's been happening. Um, Helps me to keep putting episodes out there. Also, any support um, that 
you're willing to give either through the listener support link that is under the episode details of wherever you're listening is huge, as well as just supporting it by giving the podcast a five-star review and or following or subscribing to it based on the platform you're listening from. All those things affect the logarithm of this podcast as it pops up for people or not when they are searching for podcasts on topics like this. So those things all really do help. So if you're willing and you're not driving, I'd appreciate it so much if you'd take a moment or a few seconds uh, to do one of those things. Okay. As always, thank you so much for listening, for being in this space with me, and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.